Welcome, my friends, to Scry Me River, the MTG Advice Podcast. I'm Riley. I'm Dennis. And we're here to solve your problems. Dennis, guess what kind of show we've got today? Would you say it is a big show? It's a <laughs> it's a jam it's a marmalade packed show today. Ooh, uh, no, big mix big it show. Up a little. Big show today, Dennis. Big show. The thing is, right, like if we say that at the beginning of every episode, people are gonna get fatigued with uh, and people aren't gonna believe us. But we can't say this is a medium show. We can't. No. Maybe you know what we should do is we should reserve judgment until the end of the show and then evaluate the, the show's size or afterwards, retrospectively. We do, should we do a small show sometime? Just six ah. minutes? And then we can say and then we can say stuff like bigger than other shows. And every time we can say, Oh, it's certainly not the smallest show we've ever done. It's like when they um you know, you see a, uh, I don't know, a packet of chips sold at the supermarket and it's like, now it's 50% more and it costs 50% more as well. Yeah, or more than 50%. But it's that, still that's, true. That's an upsell though. Yeah, it's yeah not, exactly. It's not a deal. Yeah. So, all right. Well, let's, let's make up, the- Speaking of upsells, Riley. Go on. Uh, let's try upsell some people on CFB Pro. Yep. Channelfiber.com. The sponsors of this the, of, of this podcast, Dennis. Uh, what uh, what what are your latest visionary marketing techniques that we're going to use to get people to buy and sell their cards at channelfiber.com? Uh, CFP Pro is new and improved, Riley. It's got an excellent, velvety, smooth new mouthfeel. Really? And just put, yeah, okay. absolutely. I, got, I was about to, I was going to spew like the marketing terms you see on like labels of stuff, you know what yeah. I mean? But now I've realized that I've promised people like a chocolatey coating on their tongue when they hit checkout on the website. I just don't think that's something we I don't can deliver on. Okay, all right, no, 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 let's back it up. Okay, forget about that part. CFP Pro, no added sugar. Ooh, yes, 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 yes. Zero carbs. Gluten-free. Gluten-free. CFP Pro is gluten-free. Super That's play- very good. It, it is It is 100% gluten-free. Um, what else can we say? New and improved is decent, although is it new now? It's been around for a couple of months. Something, here's the, here's the, here's I the mean, in a cosmic phrase. sense, it's new. You know, if here's you're talking the about the, the history of the universe, it's very new. Here's the problem with the phrase new and improved. Go right? on. New... Yeah. means it is unlike something that has come before. Okay. And improved means it is an iteration on something that has come before. Yeah. <laughs> so it can't be both. Can't be both. <laughs> Pick one or the other. No, new in the sense that it's recent, I think, is what we're going for. Because in in a cosmic sense, it's very, very new indeed, right? I mean, humans are very, very new indeed in a cosmic sense. Exactly. And so this mm. is a tiny sliver of a tiny that. sliver of cosmic history. So very, very new. Um, improved, Sure. Why not? That's I mean, it could be anything. It, you know, exactly. Maybe some people, you know, maybe you could make something exa- like worse and it's pandering to the people who love, you know, slow, clunky, annoying. Th- not that CFP Pro is any of those things, but if we made it that, right, mm-hmm. maybe we make it that and then improve it from there, right? Maybe we should have started off much worse. I mean, we did. How so? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just okay. Just <laughs> the first uh, draft for CFP Pro was $1,000 per month. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I don't know this. But yeah, head on over to SeanFarber.com slash pro to get yourself some reduced fat, sugar-free... Whoa, 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 whoa. Is it reduced fat? Was there fat in it originally and now the fat's been reduced? Reduced compared to some other things. I guess we should say fat-free. It's fat-free. Fat-free, non-GMO. Yep. Gluten-free. Yep. All natural, organic. Halal. Kosher. <laughs> is it Pro is kosher. <laughs> is it kosher? <laughs> Have we got the certificate, Dennis? Oh, dear. Anyway... CFP Pro, my friends, it's the best way. Uh, uh, I mean, as you can almost certainly tell with this ad, it is the best way for you to get better at magic. Wow, wow, wow. What yeah, happened we really there? got that across, though. <laughs> really, really got that across.
Now, Dennis, I wanted to put this segment at the end of the show to make sure Crazy. people tune in to ha- have the best bit, right? Crazy. Front loaded. But dessert first, baby. Dessert first. So we're having our ice cream first before we eat the Brussels sprouts here. Dennis insisted that, insisted that we uh, unload this batch of premium LGS horror stories. It's Can we get like a spooky musical sting? Well, this is what I was thinking, right? Uh, you know, I was thinking like, Ooh. exactly, if I go LGS horror stories. And then like a thunderclap. And then you hear something like that. And, and then the at the beginning of the show, the you'll remember, Dennis, you and I, before we started recording, had a discussion about how to lower the editing burden for me. Yes. So, thank you. Anyway. Well, the editing burdens stayed the same for me, so that's not good. <laughs> All right. Here it goes. Enjoy, my friends. The hastily right. cobbled together sound effect for this, uh, this segment. It's time for LGS Horror Stories. I hope you enjoyed that. Anyway, the first one comes to us from Tyrone Phillips. This is a blinder. Jeez, it's so good. I've got a story about how I prevented an LGS horror story a couple of years ago. A va- mm. The Van Helsing to this uh, to this yes, Castle Dracula yes. here. When I was trying to become a judge, a new store opened up in town about two hours from me, and I offered to help out their first F&M. Very generous. Two hours away to yeah. go and help up help uh, first F&M. Half the players were very new and half were old returning players, but none of them had ever played anything remotely competitive. Here is the tournament structure. Now, I'm Dennis, excited. like you know, what are you expecting here? We've got like we've got a, an LGS that's starting up. They're catering to non-competitive players. You know that you're not going to get like Swiss paired rounds with like. I mean, fi- you could get you could get round. You, I mean, you probably you could get Swiss paired just three rounds and you win, pack per win or something. That's so, something like something casual, I guess. Yeah, something. Yeah, something. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Well, this was the tournament structure. Modern. Okay. okay. All right. Three rounds. Uh, sorry, no, start again. I'll, I'll lean into it. Start again. Okay, modern. Ah! <laughs> Three rounds. So, so far we're fine. Deck lists required? Little competitive, but I guess little, unreasonable. Probably, probably necessary. So, little competitive, you say. Well, let me balance that out, Dennis, by saying that you could have one free mulligan per game. Per game? Just a free mulligan every game. All right, cool, cool, okay? cool, cool. Just like you're playing Commander, just a free mulligan. Three games per match. Sure. Normal, standard. But you have to play all three, regardless of the outcome of the first two. Curious. So you go 2-0 and you get the chance to beat them 3-0. If you go past the... Will the event report even let you do that? (laughs) If you go past the first five turns, in in extra turns, in time, the highest life total wins, which is used in some sudden death tournaments. That's a single single elimination, elimination, yeah. Yeah. But the reason for that is it's because each game win is worth two points and, and game points count instead of match points. Yeah. So if you win 2-1, you only get two points. Some, somebody heard this one time and didn't quite understand what it, it did, meant. Didn't quite get it, right? But check this one out. The cherry on top of this wonderful cake. If two people are tied for first at the end, they do a playoff for first. All right. No worries. But Dennis, what if three or more people are tied? The, game, the playoff is then a multiplayer free-for-all. What? So Righty, this was, you're like, I'm going to go I'm, I'm gonna take a segue in the middle of Tyron Phillips' story before the hero comes in to talk about this multiplayer free-for-all. Okay. When I was in high school, Riley, mm-hmm. we had a, a prefect room. I was a prefect, which is not a particularly prestigious position in my Nerd. In school. But I was a prefect. It, that, it, was, it was mostly... Nerd. It was a student-voted popularity contest, actually. Oh, the opposite then. Yeah, weird. I don't know. But, when you um, say prefect, all I can think of is Percy Weasley. Yeah, no, no, no. Like you just like you just the students all voted, and then the fourteen like the, the eight most popular boys, and eight most popular girls. Anyway, okay. We had a right. prefect room, which is just like oh. a lounge you had to hang out in, which was sweet. But in it, we had a foosball table, 
okay. a table, football table, if you will. Yes, yes, yes. And we had a, I organized a foosball league. I self-appointed myself foosball commissioner, held a coup, all that jazz. <laughs> but, right. so the foosball table had three balls in it, right? Right. So, and it was first to like, you know, seven or whatever. But if it was ever tied, which would happen occasionally, because we would do like first to seven and then and then like win by two the way you do in like table tennis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it was ever tied, the game, similar to this, would be decided by triple ball madness. Triple ball madness. <laughs> you put all three balls in at once, and whichever goal ends up with two balls in it, they lose. <laughs> triple ball madness. is Oh, gee. You could tell that you were very big on, like, marketing and pitching and selling things to people, even at a young, even as a youngster. Triple we ball had a, madness. We had, a, we had, we had, we did teams, we did a teams league, like 2v2. And yep. the team I was in, we would make up names for all the plays, which you and I have made jokes about before. Oh, Yes. Um, we would make up names for every play. And the name had nothing to do with anything. Like, no. So, like, I'd do something like, oh, there goes the Texas two-step there. It's like, oh, yep. going into interstellar overdrive here. Yep, yep, yep. Ooh, Peruvian the Lone Ranger. Nice. Very good, yep, very good. Exactly good, yep. Um, oh. This happened one time. Remember when I was streaming Resident Evil, right? And, yeah. you know, your friend and mine, the world's favorite Canadian, um, Adam Adam, Adam Savidan, right? Mm-hmm. He Adam Savidan, yeah. Adam Savidan. He he tuned in for a little bit, and there that's was like a metal one, band, by the way. Adams of Eden. But that's where was a, there was a, a zombie who was doing this weird kind of move, almost like like a wrestling move, right? Where it yeah. sort of leaped through the air and did this like a, a flying kind of thing, and it, as it attacked you, and I was like, oh, Adam, you're 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 a wrestle boy. You lo- you love a bit of you love a bit of of, of, of flesh pounding action in the in the ring. What do you think? Like what what's the name? of this rest of this wrestling move this zombie is doing and he's like all right yeah. we'll try to show me so i got i got into a position i like try to farm the zombie so it would so attack me in that way the air at you again, yeah. and he goes riley that's called a jump <laughs> <laughs> and i wanted it to have like yeah like the thunder a five, the f- a five star smash or whatever i like, wanted yeah. to be called yeah the thunder twist or something like that yeah. but instead it was called a jump a so, jump yeah anyway anyway tyrone shows up here crossbow in hand and says, luckily, the TO was very open to feedback. Oh, you're reading we the talked story about now. A lot. Yeah, I've hijacked it. Okay. And we talked a lot before and during the event, and the ended, event ended up being more or less like any other. Addendum. To give yes. you an idea of how inexperienced the players were, I joined the tournament to make up numbers, and I got to the finals. That's unsurprising, considering how the rest of the story's yes. gone. Yes, yes, And was talking to my opponent after our match, who was on an 80-card Infect deck. Playing Yorion playing Yorion before it was cool. Before ahead of the times. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, yeah, I told my cyborg plan against Infect was gut shot. You know, you just gut shot the thing when they go to put the aura on. Yeah, well, they make all, like all of the Infect creatures are one ones, right? Of so course, just, yeah. All the the hierarch, whatever. You just, gut shot is fantastic Pew. against Infect. Yeah. yeah. To which he went, oh, rifled through his deck, pulled out a very beat up Acroma's Memorial, and confidently <laughs> said, oh, I don't know, man. I don't think gut shot's always going to work. Oh, give a, get a seven mana protection from red is going to protect <laughs> against the zero mana removal spell. <laughs> Oh, so good. So good. Thank you, Tyrone Phillips. That is an absolute Thank you for saving those players from playing in this nightmarish... I have to assume this is some sort of like deal with the devil where the guy's like, I want to run in a game store and a finger on the monkey paw curls and you have to run your tournaments like this. And Tyrone's come and saved him. Uh, Do you want to hit us with the next one? We've got another LJS horror story here. Uh, yeah, this one seems to be submitted by um, Elon Musk's newest child. <laughs> yes, this is just a long string of uh, of numbers and letters here. A Z N R A C three R eight oh eight, which is assumed as Asian Asian Racer eight oh eight. No, no, I think it's I think it's Asan Rack three R eight oh eight. Did you ever play Driver th- uh, Drifter? Oh, Drift Three R. No, I didn't Drift play Drift Three R. No. I hadn't played the first two Drift, the first two Drivars, so I didn't yeah. feel comfortable playing I didn't, Drift Three I, I didn't know what the the plot of Drift Three R would be. Yeah, no, I never played it. 
It's just like I hadn't seen the first two, the first two thousand Space Odyssey movies, so I didn't want to watch the the newest one. You know how it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, what I believe is Asian Racer writes in and says, "LGS Horror Story." I hear down. I head down to my local LGS for a standard tournament that's scheduled for one p.m. I get there twelve fifty, good and punctual, and sit around. At one o five, one of the local players walks in. It didn't start. It didn't start at one. Spoiler alert. Yep. <laughs> so I love that. I mean, we uh, all know that, right? Never. They never start on time. No. Local player goes in, walks to the counter, and says, "So where's my deck?" Ooh, okay. aggressive. Bold. Yeah. The player starts arguing with the TO slash store employee about how he messaged him a few hours ago, telling him to make a specific deck. The TO then proceeds to dig through the store's cards to find the cards to make the deck. This goes on with no answer for me or communication for 45 minutes. Once he finished the deck, T.O. announces the tournament signups are closed and he's going to get first round pairings up soon. What? So at nearly two o'clock, right, this tournament is delayed. Now, listen, I, I've got a bit of a confession to make here, Dennis, before I start throwing too much shade here. I have been the guy who texts the the, the store oh, employee, the tournament me, yeah. organizer. And it said, like, hey, I'll be there in 15 minutes. Like, don't start or, like, whatever. And, 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 you know, that broadly, it's not a great thing to do. But if you know you're going to get there on time and you know that, like, you don't want to hold up the tournament or whatever and you still want to play in it, like, if you arrive 10 minutes, like, whatever. It, it, it's a, it, it's, a, we it, it's a, not a great thing, but it's a completely take, different kettle of fish here. Can we take another aside where I screwed someone like you in this situation one time? Oh, go on. There were, we were at an FNM, it was draft, there was seven, there was 15 people there, which you'll acknowledge is an awkward number for draft. Yep. And Alan was on his way. Okay. And Alan, if you're listening, I'm sorry we did this. Alan texted Dave, the store owner, was like, said, hey, I'll be 10 minutes late. Yep. And what happened was, it actually might have been, might have been standard. It was standard, yes, sorry, it was standard, it was not okay. a draft, it was standard, yep. it was a construction term. Alan said, Alan was going to be late. And Dave said, that's fine. Um, I'll just give Alan the round one bye. Right. We like, okay. We well, were like, a- whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. He's being rewarded for being late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a bit much. I said, I can't let this happen. And I went, Steve, who was just another guy who was in the store at the time. Yep. What are you doing for the next three hours? And he yep. was like, nothing. Yeah. And I was like, if I buy you into this oh, FNM, no. will you will you play? And Steve yeah. was like, I sure will. And yeah. Alan gets there 10 minutes later. He's like, what the hell, man? And Steve's like, sorry, dude. The <laughs> tournament's all filled up. I couldn't oh. let it happen. Or even, I mean, the thing is, even if it hadn't been, right? Like, let's say that there was, you know, extra slots or whatever, then he could have turned it like. You got rid of the odd number of players. Yes. So he would have turned up and had an opponent sitting there waiting and, and a game loss ready for him for, for being tardy. Mm-hmm. Dennis, what a you I are. Turned, I spun his win and his free win into a loss. Oh, Dennis. You've, you, are, you are a villain, Dennis. You are very I was much... the hero in this scenario. Well. Vote in, vote in the comments below. <laughs> Dennis, hero Press or villain? to vote. Press the red button now. Um, Remember this... the red button? On, on the on on t- I don't, no I never the thing is I don't want to be we one never of those had a pe- red button I don't want to be one of those people who's like I don't really watch television Dennis but I don't really watch television Do you know anyone who watches television I have a TV Here's the thing Okay we are so sorry We're gonna get back to this as in record 808 lest you yeah. pack into my bank details Um we um we have to pay a TV license here in Ireland Right Yes Yeah Yeah I don't know if you do in the UK but we do Yeah For owning a TV. But yes. the t- my TV is not connected to the television network that no. the TV license pays for. Yes. 
even if I didn't have a TV, if I had a computer monitor, yes. which could be used to watch something that is like on-demand videos from RTE, yeah, yeah, yeah. I still have to pay the TV. Yeah, it's license. ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, the same thing does happen in the UK with with the nationalised broadcast with the BBC, and uh, you can, but you can you can uh, email them or reply to them, and they say, "Hey, I don't watch television," and they're like, "We may inspect the property to make sure that is true," and I'm like, "All right, buddy, you got it. No worries." Come because at me. I, I. I just don't. I just don't watch. I mean, I I watch like TV shows. Like I, I was I, I, I was rewatching Curb recently. You you've been recommending Space Force to me, so I'll get across that on Netflix. I reckon, but like, I just don't watch television anymore. No, me either. No. Anyway, what are we talking about? Oh, we're talking dude. about extra straight away. Uh, yeah, this is a total disaster, and I total can't disaster. Believe- I can't believe that this this guy must have dirt on the tournament on the story. But, no, but how desperate was this was this TO for the sale? Right. I, know, I mean, Dave and Dave and our local game store. Like uh, the the reason I was allowed to do what I did to Alan was because I, I was putting five euro on the table. Yeah, I guess, <laughs> yeah. I guess uh, money is king, right? So you come in, you're like, yeah, I want to buy this hundred dollar deck or whatever, and they're like, yeah, sure. You you you've just bought yourself a forty five minute delay in the tournament. No mm. worries. Ah, oh, it's rotten, rotten to the core, Dennis. Rotten to the core. Vin has got an absolute, an absolute, and Dennis, I, I need you to stick around here. I know you don't like to watch to the end of the video. I know you don't like to tune into the end of the story, but this one no, has got I've a sting in the one. tail. This, this one, one has got brutal. a sting in the tail, everyone. So look forward to this one here. This one comes from Vin and this one, whew, it takes the cake this week. I looked up what's a the game horror day. Sto- what's the horror story award? Is it the Vin award? No, I think it's pretty much Like, what's a horror story? What's a horror? What's like the best thing in horror? What's well, like a superlative? The, the scariest. Cra- the, the crappy Dax. The crappy Dax award. Yeah, I don't know. The, the like... Dak. The Dak. The Dak Crappen. No napping. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Listen, I just went off somewhere. Listen. Yeah. The, yeah. If you've got an idea. If you, well, if you if you're very scared in a horror game, you crap your Dax, and then you can't sleep later. So it's the Dak yeah, Crappen No Napping no award. Exactly. Award. Dak yeah. Crappen No Napping award. All right. No. Da- the Dak Crappen No Napping. In a flapping. <laughs> I'm right, trying to we'll think of something else that rhymes. <laughs> we'll we'll, we'll the, workshop the title. Anyway. Yeah, it's a work in progress. It wet, goes to wet, Vin wet play this on week, that one. Because check this out. Vin. <clears throat> I looked up a game day event and saw a bookstore listed nearby. I went in and the owner was nice. Talked about how they move all the shelves in the middle of the store to the back every time they have a magic event. I entered Aww. the final. Oh, I entered, got to the finals, and my opponent, Dennis... Offers me $40 to scoop so they can get the playmat for their wife. Right in front of the owner. I mean, worth though, right? I mean, no, Dennis. That is bribery. <laughs> do you know what you do? You play the match and then if you lose, you, you buy say, the playmat. Hey, I'll give you 40 bucks for that playmat. Yeah, yeah. What is going on? All right. So right in front of the owner. Bribery. Right mm-hmm. in front of the owner. Mm-hmm. I look at them. And then at the owner, and the owner says, I didn't hear anything. I refuse and still play it out. I'm super excited to win this game and accidentally shoot off the putrefy in my hand, as I know I just need to kill whatever whatever they play to attack for lethal. However, it was a blood baron of Viscopa, which of course has protection from protection, black. Yeah. But he puts it in the bin and we move forward a bit before I say, oh, oh, hang, oops, hang on, we have to back it up. I can't cast the putrefy, you know, untap my lands, put the putrefy back in my hand. The rules advisor there, however, not a judge, just a rules advisor. There's a level below judge, a rules advisor. That's just the, a person. The rules advisor says, 
No, since my creature was the only legal target that I had to then kill my creature with the Putrefy instead because that's how it works on Modo. That's because you can't accidentally target something on Modo that you couldn't target otherwise. I try to explain that it is it is not, you can, you know, can't accidentally target something online, but, but in real life, there are rules to back things up. Needless to say, I lost. The opponent high-fived the rules advisor, and the shop went under the following month. That's unbelievable. <laughs> I, imagine, imagine my surprise, Dennis, when a... A, a a shop filled with uh, you know clearly b- b- people who are sort of all scratching each other on the back, mm. corrupt to the core. Dennis, imagine my surprise when that shop goes out of business a month I later. I can't believe. It. I'm, I'm glad Vin got vindicated in the end for Very the shop good. going under. Very but good. Like he got robbed of that playmat or forty dollars, whichever <laughs> whichever yeah. way it cuts. <laughs> no, that's a sweet forty dollars, mate. Could have had forty dollars. A segment we've not had in a long time here, Riley. A classic segment. This, this just, is Scrymere of a classic. Just some advice. <laughs> just, are yeah, for. This segment is called Advice. I mean, that's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the whole thing that the podcast started on. Uh, we've got a couple of advice questions sent in, Dennis. This one, uh, for, first one from Nburbage. Yes, and I want to point out where these were submitted. The hottest new place to submit these is, of course, on uh, on my Discord. You can go mm. bit.ly slash It's Riley's Discord. And there is a smart um, submissions channel there, and this is the be- this is definitely the best way to do it because scrolling through that and finding them, stuff gets lost in the DMs very very readily. Uh, so this is the best way to to make sure your question is going to get aired. And that's exactly but- what Nabrubage did. Somebody who seems to have chosen their username based on the noise the plug makes when you pull it out of the bath. Nabrubage. Nabrubage. It might be N Burbage, but no, I like to think it's just Nabrubage. Nabrubage. So Nabrubage says there's a great there's a great a great a great old I think he's an actor. One second. Okay. Uh, this he is, is an actor. He's an old English actor named Edward Woodward. Edward oh, Ed- Woodward. Yes. Yep. Whose name sounds like a fart in the bath. Edward Woodward. <laughs> Edward Woodward. <laughs> Edward Woodward. Oh, dude, that's very good. Um, Naburbage says, I've got a request for advice on this MTG advice podcast. Wild, I know. Yeah, I mean, I mean no, not even kidding. It does feel like a change of pace. <laughs> it, it, is, it is. It's an exciting new segment. Yeah. So... Brief bit of context, where I'm doesn't have an LGS, but we have mm-hmm. a monthly event organized by the community. I'm one of the youngest people there at the age of 17, but there's an That's... even younger person who I helped to draft. That sounds like the community skews older than most, honestly. Um, yeah. Yeah, being one of the younger people, I guess, at 17. Yeah, usually it's like 14 and up, I, I yeah, guess. Some some, yeah, anyway. Yeah. Anyway. So, uh, there's a younger person there who I helped draft. It's done with the consent of the rest of the pod, and no one really minds because the two of us aren't exactly the best. Since the last event, Limited Resources has helped her become a less terrible Limited player, but I would like some advice for when we get back on how best to help her with the draft but not be overbearing with it. This is less on gameplay, but how do I suggest picks without just doing the draft for her? Any help is appreciated. So we've got two people kind of, I guess, sitting next to each other in a draft, and one of them is giving advice during the draft, like looking at the packs and looking at the picks and saying, oh, you know, take this, don't take that, this card's good, that card's bad. Weird situation for sure, but I guess if everyone's cool with it, then... I mean, I wouldn't be cool with it. No. Dennis takes draft uh, enforcement rules enforcement very, very seriously. The truest form of the... I told you, I think I've told this on the podcast before, but what I thought signals were... 
When I first Sorry. read read up on what a draft was before I went to my first draft, and then the articles all like, you know, oh, make sure you check for signals and stuff. Like, you know, there's oh, you know, there's no good red cards, or like, oh, I passed a de- two decent black cards and none of them came back. That yeah. kind of thing. I thought people would use baseball signals, yes, hand like signals, tipping, tapping their hat or like yep. you know, picking their nose to indicate that they were in blue or yes. whatever. And that was and the, and nobody said a word during the draft. And that was how the whole thing went. Of course, that is not how it goes. And you were looking around desperately to see where the signals. Well, these signals must be really subtle. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But to me, draft is a secret ritual. And I, I, th- I would not be okay with this in the burbage. But also, if seven, if six of the other people were, were I, I, I don't think I'd, you know, go to bat against it. I think you have to give her, and since that she's already got them with some limited resources and things like that. Yeah, yeah. I think you have to give her the tools Agreed. to get better. Yep. And then when when push comes to shove, when it's game time. Let, you know, let her use those you got, tools. You got to take to the training wheels off. This, this, this is exactly what I was going to exactly. take. I actually don't think you're helping this person as much as you think you are. I think that having having someone next to you and point to the card you should take, it's not a good way to learn, right? You don't learn. This is not, I mean, you know, with a vague background in education, this is not how, it's not a good way to teach children how to, you know, to learn how to do anything really is just, is just, mindless rote learning of uh, no, this doesn't work. I, I don't think that this is as helpful as you think you are. Dennis, there's an old saying. If you teach someone how to make fire, no, that's not how it works. No, give a, give a girl a fish and she'll yeah. eat for a day. Teach a girl a fish and she'll draft cycling every time. I think that's, that's how right. it goes. I was, thinking, I was thinking of teach someone how to light a fire and they'll be warm for that night. Set someone on fire and they'll be warm for the rest of their rest life. Of their life, very good. Yeah, very good, that's very what good. I was thinking of. I was getting my aphorisms mixed up there. Did you say teach someone to fire? Teach someone how to build a fire is what I was trying to go for. I was just trying <laughs> to quote Terry Pratchett. All right, I just wanted to get the joke in there. I, I stuffed it up. I admit it. Um, but no, I don't. I think I think like unless you can sit there and discuss the picks with them, unless they're... oh Dennis, if only there was some way, if only there was some way. That you could sit behind someone and draft without without someone who was like good and like an accomplished magic player. If only there was someone. If there was only there was some method where you could have someone explain the higher order thinking that's going on behind their mm. draft picks. If only there was someone. Well, there isn't. So never mind. Um, right, is being facetious. Please go. To ch- please suggest this person goes to channelfireball.com and watches like Marshall Louise draft or something. Yeah, that'd be very helpful. Yeah, and uh, draft videos, draft streams. If possible, this might not really be. Um, feasible given the information we have but if you can bird her while she's drafting on arena that's really helpful you know maybe maybe in i don't know what the you know i don't know what the situation is where you're actually drafting where there's internet or you could bring in a laptop but let's say between rounds one and two right you know while you're waiting for other people to finish their matches you fire up arena get into a bot draft right Mm -hmm. and you can sit there and spend five minutes talking through each pick right if you if you need to do I, i just think not only interrupting the flow of a draft, also setting up false expectations for how a draft should be run, and also you're not giving the you're not giving this person complete information. You're not giving her a, a, a you're pointing at the removal spell and she takes it without understanding necessarily why, why yeah. you know. And unless you can sit down there and go through every pick afterwards, which is just overwhelming, like going through no, un- forty yeah, picks un- and un- saying untenable. Yeah, so I think you should be if you're looking to help anyone, not just not just in this situation with her. If you're looking to help anyone level up their game, you, you need to look for a different avenue to do it in rather than actually sitting, you know. I do think drafting together draft. on Arena, because drafting together Magical Nine was where I learned, I cut a lot of my teeth on drafting. I think that helps a lot. Yeah, yeah. So the Arena bot drafts are perfect for this. You can do the human drafts as well, but there's just the time pressure. And if you want to sit on a difficult pick, right, for 
10 minutes you can during the bot draft so Absolutely. that's why I'd, uh, that's why I'd recommend that but uh, yeah no I, uh, I I don't think sitting there and and, and no right is right the wheel, wheels yeah. got to come off yeah the training wheels mate get rid of the training wheels we move on now to Tyrone Phillips who has already uh, sent two in a horror one. story yep two for one here Tyrone uh, this one this so seems you, you, to be go about ahead, go ahead. this one seems to be about coronavirus measures yeah yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's a hot topic, Dennis. Let's get into My it. My store has started running events again with some extra rules. Each player has their own table with two tables facing each other, so everyone is twice as far away from their opponent as normal. Okay. No touching other players' cards, etc. At the first event, a player asked how big their opponent's Goblin Rabble Master was during the main phase, and it was correctly told it was a 2-2. Their opponent then swung with it, and they blocked. Their opponent then told it was now a 5-2, which made their block a lot worse. While their opponent did nothing wrong per the rules, they found it frustrating that their opponent was allowed to declare his trigger after blockers had been made, especially since you weren't supposed to pick up the other player's cards, and the blocking player had been sliding cards across the table for people to read all night and tried to be as clear as possible with their actions. Eventually, the player with the Rab Master let them take back the block, but ended up winning anyway. How do you feel about this in a regular event setting? Would you have told your opponent the Rab Master was a 5-2 or let them take back their blocks? And does it matter if this is little Jimmy new player's first time seeing a goblin or if this is an experienced player? So, pretty standard disclaimer here. If this is a competitive event, all bets are off and it's your responsibility to know what cards do no matter the, no matter the way you're playing. If this is a competitive or professional REL event, none of the advice we're about to give uh, applies. Yeah, bring your, bring your opera glasses if you're going to be playing at a distance. Exactly. <laughs> Otherwise, what, what is this card on the other side of the table? Let me take a peek at this card on the yeah. other side of the table. <laughs> Allow me to set up my binoculars here. But what are you doing? Yeah. You're playing at FNM, mate. You don't need, like, you, no, this this is so, now, so I have not a caveat. Gone. Go if we're playing at FNM. If you know the other person right, if this were you and I sitting yeah. on the opposite, there is no way I'm letting you take back that block. <laughs> Not come hell or high water. <laughs> and you know that I'm a good chance to forget it as well, which is that yeah. makes it even worse. But no, this isn't on, right? Especially in situations where people are, you know, distancing responsibly, not touching each other's cards, doing all that sort of thing. Agreed. No, this is a game and it's designed to have fun. You shouldn't be trying to get people with this sort of thing. So... When your opponent says, how big is that Goblin Rabble Master? How big is that card? You say, it's a 2-2, but it has an ability that gets gives it plus 1, plus 0, or whatever. Or you, or if you really still want to just like skirt around the edges of being an, an asshole, you say, mm-hmm. it's a 2-2 at the moment. Yeah. Right? You give some indication that it being a 2-2 is not a permanent state of affairs, right? And then it doesn't take another card being pointed at it for it to change its power or toughness. This is mm-hmm. not on. This is this is such a fast way to make new players not want to play this game anymore. And, and to lose friends. Like. Exactly. This is not on. You should not be doing this at a casual at a casual or a friendly or at an FNM, nothing like this. You should there are so many ways in which you can I mean, just attack with it and say it's a five two. That's the most Right. I'm I'm inserting a different segment in here. Go on. This guy is the asshole. This guy. It's not, am I the asshole? It's this guy's the that asshole. That guy over there, he was the asshole. Yeah, yeah. And I think here, there's, this is this is cut and dry. This is this is a clear cut situation where, no, like, why are you doing this to your opponent? You What, you so you can get him for an extra pack at F&M? Mm-hmm. Don't do this. Don't do this. No, I'm not having any, any of it, Dennis. This is, no. There's, there's, I don't think there's any situation where misleading or tricking or getting your opponent like this in a, in, at a casual event or at a, at a at a you know at an F and M level event is is the right thing to do, mm-hmm. especially Dennis. I would say when you're not playing against your best mate, when you're playing against your best mate, you shouldn't be doing that sort of all thing. All bets are off. All bets. Oh, are off. is that it? 
Whenever, whenever you and I play, it's just we're in this little bubble of professional rules enforcement. Oh yeah, no, it's not about it's not about rules enforcement. It's about it's about power moves. It's about sending it's about- a message. Putting up front and putting at the end, right? We've got Am I the asshole to close out the close out the we show. Go, we go from that guy's the asshole to Am I the asshole, where there is a level of potential. Uh, ambiguity and now these. i regret referring to the am i the asshole segment as putting at the end but anyway here we go the <laughs> brocket writes in and asks hey dennis i have a question for scrying river i recently built a new deck that is tuned to be good against my play group after i played it they asked me not to play with it anymore because i won i know you should be keeping a good relationship with your group and not play things they don't like but now i'm on the other side did i just figure out the deck and purchase cards for just one game thanks breaking news riley <laughs> <laughs> oh dear is the brocket the asshole for having powerfully metagamed against their own commander play group you, you're not oh wait it's brocket, not even commander not, we don't no. even have a, it's not even commander no play group kind of implies but anyway brocket you're not an asshole but i don't know why you're surprised like what, what were you expecting man what are you expecting for people to turn up and be like oh great this job you, re- you really got us do not eat all over man yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do not eat that's it like i commend you i commend right. you for your for Silver your strategy i love it for your brad nelson metagame breaking deck building here incredible stuff incredible stuff but i mean read the room man what are you what are you expecting here no do you know what the thing is though dennis i don't know how i don't know how much of a right the Brockett's friends have to be upset, actually. They don't. They don't really, to be honest. But Because it's not as if the Brockett hasn't done anything that they themselves can't do. Right, but they had an established status quo. They were having fun with it. Yeah, but disrupted mate, that. This is exactly right. This is this is this, this, this the age of disruption, mate. It's the age of disruption. He's disrupting metagames. They need to re-disrupt. Right? You know what they do? That's how these things work. Like They go to channelfireball.com, sell their old decks, right? Old yes, decks yes. gone. Paid on both streets, Riley. Bin them, right? Sell those old decks to channel5.com slash buy list. Use that to buy new decks, better decks, decks that are going to beat the Brocket. That probably, I mean, genuinely, like, I, I have been experiencing like this, not so much in, in, I mean, I guess magic a little bit, but like where you are having fun with your friends, with the level of, with just what's going on right now. Mm-hmm. And you know, and like you get it a little bit in, like, what's the one thing? Uh, you know, you get this in a lot, actually, I'm thinking of, Riley? Hmm. RTSs and Civilization. Sure. Yeah, I'm building my cities. I'm having a good time. Having a good time, and then, and then friggin' Hamu Rabbi comes over the hills. Yeah, banners are blazing and messes it all up. Yeah, exactly. And I think these people wanted to play a civilization with no other civilizations on. But this is the thing. Like, this isn't what the game. That's is. not like, the if game. You want, though. If you want to play, I, solitaire, I commend the rocket. The rocket is not the hero these people deserve, but he's definitely the hero they need. I think that the rocket can use this i i think you use this deck sparingly right you use this deck you bring it out as the oh i just got beaten so you guys are going to taste my exactly slam on the table exactly it's the sort of thing that like because i've got an i've got an edh deck that my playgroup hates to play against right and so whenever i get my face edh players hate him one simple reason one simple deck um whenever i get my face beaten into the death the dirt i'm like all right it's coming 
Out comes um, the get wrong or whatever. Out of co- exactly. That's that's what I'm saying. So I think the Brocket, you haven't wasted, you know, your you haven't wasted your time, your your resources, your money here in uh, you know in, in in building this new deck that's going to punish them. Also, it's up to them to to stop being such bloody babies, whingy, bloody crying about it, whatever. Like Dennis, bunch of, they need bunch to describe babies. They need to enroll in the Dennis Strangeck two step program to Magic Betterment. Right? What's that? You've told me this. This. Hang on. This is a joke that you established with me that I use on my stream very regularly, and you've completely forgotten it. I don't remember. Go the ahead. Dennis, the Dennis Tranjack two-step program to magic greatness. No, nope. he's completely forgotten. Everyone, this is how fresh Dennis's material. I straight is. up don't know. He chucks it out the moment he thinks it's off. He's like, "I'm done." Where, where's me? I'm I like, actually have no idea. I hoard it. About. I give it to me. I'm like, "Yes, give, give me these jokes. I'll use them. I'll squeeze every last juice, a drop of what juice are you out of them." About? The Dennis Stranjack two-step program to magic greatness. Step one uh-huh. is get, and step two is good. Oh, very good, very good. <laughs> Did I make that joke? Very good. You made that joke That's up. It's funny. Yeah, I like it. It's good. <laughs> cool. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the Brocket, I suggest enrolling all of your friends. I <laughs> straight up don't remember <laughs> I think you made it on this podcast, dude. I'm sure I did. If anybody has an encyclopedic did. knowledge of the podcast, please let me know which episode the, it was in. But. The, Den- the Dennis Tranject two-step program to magic greatness. It's very, step one, very... Uh, step two. Step two. We don't, give, we don't give it step two for free. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you have to pay. That's that's that's, that's Dennis Tranject premium. Exactly. <laughs> anyway. Wow. All right. So, no. I think it's a resounding no. The Brocket, you no, are not the magic asshole. asshole no. no. All right. Well, let's find out if Ben Gathering Magic is... Ben Gathering Magic <clears throat> says, I was in a commander game against a few friends of mine at an LGS. I was playing mm-hmm. a janky and slow deck that I'd won with very rarely. I was beginning to make a board state that could do something, but one of my friends was about to board wipe. Wanting to see my deck uh, go off, I told him not to do it. When it came back around to my turn, I popped off even more than I thought I would by getting a miracle off the top. I, dealt a, lot, I dealt a lot of damage around the table, knocking out two other players, including the friend I had convinced not to board wipe. He had been losing a lot that day and was so mad he got up and left without saying a word. And the worst part was, I still lost after he left. Am I the asshole? I don't know why Josh Lee Quiet doesn't just submit these questions on his own account. Why does he have to hide behind his alts <laughs> and gather a magic account? No, the thing is, I, th- I don't think Josh Lee Quiet would even ask this. No. Josh Lee Quiet would be like, I have no regrets. Riley, I think we talked about it a little bit. Can you talk about your experience playing Commander against I, Josh Lee Quiet? I mean, I really Command like the Command Zone, and I really like both Josh and Jimmy. And, you know, I've met both of them. I've played against Josh, and it was one of the worst experiences <laughs> playing Commander I've ever had in my entire life. I'm generally a pretty... What are some adjectives, Dennis? Let's just, let's just chuck out some adjectives here that might describe, you know, Riley Knight and, and his approach to... Well, just general, I guess. Well, well, you know, I'm not fishing for compliments. You're pretty laid. You're pretty laid back. Pretty laid back. Yeah. Pretty easy going. Pretty easy going. Uh, well, maybe weak willed. Okay, well, maybe spineless. Not. Maybe I wouldn't, is one of those. I wouldn't go that far. As but maybe we just stick with those first two. They were pretty good. I, any anything else? Maybe about sort of Man, yeah, you know, like mushy brained. Like okay, well, never mind. This backfired. But very, I was okay. Never mind. Okay. Yep. All right. Well, good. Excellent. Anyway, <laughs> when I sit down to play a game of Commander, I'm looking to have a good time. We're going to have a good time, right? Yeah. And so generally if an opponent is doing their thing, unless it's like is 
gonna end the game on the spot. I'll I'll take a I'll I'll pull the punches a little bit generally yeah. speaking, right? I don't unless you know unless it's playing against like you or Krim or someone who I just want to see burn in hellfire. Well, Krim Krim was playing at nightmare back oh. then. He was playing Mogus, wasn't he? <laughs> I don't want to talk about that. That's even worse than the story with Josh. Josh, on the other hand, he plays to win. He is a. I don't think. Master. I don't think he plays to no, win. No, actually, he doesn't even play to win. He plays he to a, dominate. He is. He plays to dominate. He's a master manipulator. It was upsetting to see this guy got that far up in my brain zone. He opened up a timeshare in my high, in my psychological headspace. This guy. It was. It was a sight to behold. Like he ran rings. Or, I'm generally pretty like pretty confident person. I generally don't like not too much gets to me on a real like if if someone I, just, I can kind of dismiss a lot of it's like ah oh, you're an idiot whatever I'm not gonna I'm not gonna deal with your nonsense you're not gonna get it but Josh Lee Kwai got in under my skin like you would not believe right manipulating tricking me making me do this making me say one thing do another do this do that do the other thing it was the part that i remember it was like there was a similar pact to what you're talking about here been gathering magic where yeah. josh had like like I'd convinced Ryan to commit to like not attacking him or whatever something to that effect and then right you like something changed and you did something similar to that like in like a loophole kind of way well basically he was like don't kill this creature yes. if you don't kill this creature i won't do this and i was like all right i won't kill this creature right and then i killed a different creature right because he said don't kill that creature and his response, Dennis, was, do you remember? No. Oh, I didn't realize we were playing with people who broke their word. No, 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 I, no, no. I remember what I was. Yeah. He was like, he was like, no, no, no. He's like, no, 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 that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. If you want to be the kind of person who doesn't keep your promises and doesn't care yeah, about yeah, that's what people, yeah. that's up to you. That's okay. Yeah. And that's okay. If you want to be that kind of person, that's okay. Yeah, this was live on coverage. It was I unbelievable. Did, I didn't realize you were the kind of person who would break his word, Riley. That's all. That's all I'm saying. I just didn't realize you were that kind of person. I was like, I'm. Riley was moved to tears. It was was amazing. I was so upset. I was really, really upset, and I didn't know what to do. And then, and then he knocked me out, and then died on the backswing from Olivia. It was awful. But then he turned towards you. I think it was like that was a fun game, and you were like, "No, was was it?" (laughs) Like, what can I say? Oh no, he 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 got me so good. He got me so good, and um, no, it felt awful. So I can kind of relate to what. Ben's opponent was going through here, although um, I mean, yeah, you kind of get talked into one nah, thing. And the, ben, you are not the asshole. You're a genius. Okay, good. unintentional right, genius. Unintentional, unintentional genius. Um, I think that, I think that it is. If it's not over the line, it's very close to it. This nah. is the sort of thing. no. He, I think it he, is. I think if Ben no. had intended to do this maliciously, this would have been fine. No, I don't think so. I think if you say like, "Oh, don't if you don't board wipe because I want to go off next turn," and then you get the chance to go off, and then you then use that chance like, "Oh, sorry, guess I can kill you." I don't. I don't think that's on. I wouldn't do that. You can always pull your punches to the point where you're not like knocking someone out. Like, here's no, the thing. I, though. Here's the yeah. thing, though. You, you, if you, ben, you, you're welcome to take Ryan's advice if you want, but. Who won that game of Commander that you and Josh played, Riley? Neither of us. Exactly. No, it was, in my head it was Josh. You're right, though. It wasn't Josh. No, neither <laughs> of us. And 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 it's exactly it's an exact parallel to this situation here. Oh, that's ben true. He's this, still lost. Ben didn't win this game either. Oh. The only winning move is not to play, Dennis. This is the thing. Uh, back to my point. Commander blows. Don't play it. Everybody wins. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Stay fresh, <laughs> cheese bags. <laughs> All right, Dennis, we are going to wrap up the show, but I think yeah. we need to address something before we do. What's that? Before we get to the sponsorship of Channel 5 or .com and all the rest of it, we need to talk about Stay Fresh Cheese Bags. 
the because this this delayed us recording this podcast, right? We were going to record, and Dennis like, oh, hang on, hang on, hang on, have, have a look at this, right? Sent it's me. It's an old. Uh, it's an old. It's an old image, but it still checks out. Sir. Sent me a picture of. <laughs> sent me a picture of someone who had tweeted saying, "Got a new, got something new to say whenever I leave a room," and then a picture of a product that is called Stay Fresh Cheese Bags, which are biased to keep your cheese in so they stay fresh. But and it's just Stay Fresh Cheese Bags. <laughs> and Dennis just lost it. We he both lost, lost it. it, mate. We both lost it. No, I didn't lose it. I might have like temporarily misplaced it, but you definitely lost it. Like <laughs> I love you, that. it's my like tenth time seeing it as well, and still. and it still gets you. It it's gets you every new. time. It's not, it's not new. <laughs> But yeah, stay fresh, cheese bags. Stay fresh, cheese bags. So that's now the sign-off for this show. But uh, we, before we get to the sign-off, we have to say thank you to our sponsor, Channel 5. I don't think we get anywhere near far enough into the sponsorship bit for people no, to no. actually have turned off. But anyway. But the thing is, it's just, it's just pantomime, isn't it, by now? A, I mean, yeah. no one, everyone loves Charizard Mia River. This has gotten so far from, like... We had a po- secret podcast and a podcast that's about video games, which because yeah. it was a podcast within a podcast, I, I, I thought we should call it Charizard Me River. Mm-hmm. And then someone mispronounced it as Charizard Me River. Yeah, they monogrammed it too. And, uh, and, yeah, and then we started talking about League, League of Legends a little bit, so we started going, hey, gank me from River. Are we doing gank me from River this week? There's no you, League news. There's, there's nothing for you to report, really, is there? There's no need League news. No, exactly. I'm still still getting it done with Ash. Play a little bit with Toffle, which was fun. Oh, there's that. That's true. Yeah, I played with Toffle. That was good fun. I went like nine and three in one game or something, That's which is insane. Good. Yeah, it was. I, I did. I did. A, I did a decent job there. I think I was just lucky more than anything else. I got paired against like an an MF who just like couldn't, just just wouldn't move, like just just sat in the same spot, like way in front of the minions. And I was just like, all right, cue soaking you, up, I guess. soaking up the arrows. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Just tanking. Just a just an ADC. It was an ADC T, ADC mm. carry, uh, ADC carry tank as well. So. Um, man, I'm I'm not, I'm using all the words correctly now. You said ADC carry. I did which say is, ADC which is carry, like saying but pin better, number, was, but that's by the but, was, but I got I got further than um, ACDC, which was what I was calling him for a while there. That's very true. Have you been playing anything anyway, else? I've been playing High Rise and Zero Dawn, and I oh, can't yeah. recommend this game enough, dude. I cannot recommend this game enough. I've, I've talked to a couple of people about it. on the Discord. We chat, were chatting about it. There were a bunch of people who got to the they got through like the intro, and they're just like, ah, oh, this isn't for me. That's happened Pushed to me. Through it. Yeah, it, ha- it happened to so many people. Push through it. Push through it. It is so good. It is such a rich and incredible world. It's such a vibrant and beautiful um, open world. Um, and and the story's amazing as well. Mm. The setting, it, 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 it really, the juice is definitely worth a squeeze. I, uh, I can't recommend that enough. Um, but no, I've been playing. I've been playing Legends of Runeterra again. Might I start streaming again. I don't, I'm not. I'm not sure. Um, but uh, the the new the new set is has been pretty enjoyable. The draft. I've, I've been, build I've been water drafting. set. Billswater set, yeah, yeah, it's been uh, it's been decent. Anyway, what, what have you been up to? I uh, played a little bit of League. Valorant came out yesterday as we recorded. Oh this. yeah, yeah. How'd that go? Uh, I downloaded Valorant, did the update, installed the light, which is Riot's uh, shooting game. Mm-hmm. Uh, installed the update, you know, installed the anti cheating software, restarted my computer, which you're supposed to do, and you know, got into the game, played the tutorial, and then closed it and played League. <laughs> so so uh, a positive experience. Overall. Positive experience overall. Yeah, yeah, experience I, don't overall. Say. I like how you say I re- restarted the computer as you're supposed to do. It's funny how. You always had to do that in the olden days. Yeah. When, whenever you installed a program, you always had to reinstall, restart your computer. Yeah, this, this makes you do it though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you have to do it so the, um, to give, uh, what's it called? Vanguard? Yeah. Access to your kernel. Yeah, the anti-cheating software. Which is a lot. But um, uh, it, it, back in the day, like if you installed like, you know, where in time is, in, is Carmen San Diego? Where in time? Re- I'd play that. Did you play, did you not play Where in Time Is Come in San Diego? Is there a time traveling one? Dude, it's so good. I didn't know that. 
man, oh, mate, you are missing out. Where in time in Carmen San- is Carmen San Diego? So you travel through. I think time. you'll find that is when is Carmen San Diego. By the way. Yeah, it's not where in time is Carmen. It's just when is Carmen San Diego. Well, you, you go back, you go and hang out with like Da Vinci, Sorry. and you do um, all the Ninja Turtles, all the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> um, no, you, yeah, you go and um, you go and you go through all sorts of different periods in history. You learn so much; it's, it's brilliant. Maybe that's what kicked off my love of history. Playing that at, at the age of like playing 10. when is Carmen San Diego? When is Carmen San Diego? That was my Riley, I have a question. Which of the Ninja go Turtles on. are you? Can I get? Can I tell you? Mm-hmm. And again, I can't believe this has happened twice in the same podcast. You I never really really, I, I mean, I, I didn't really, really either, but there's Michelangelo's a party dude. Okay. Donatello does machines. Who who's the party dude? Michelangelo. Sorry, who so who was it? Michelangelo. Do you mean do you, sorry, Dennis, do you mean Michelangelo? Michelangelo? Well, I'm telling you, the turtle's name is not Michelangelo. Is it really right not? Now. Let me look this up. Let me look this up. Uh, Ninja, keep going. There's keep a song. There's a song in which they Ninja say Turtles. Michelangelo. Well, it's and not that, Michelangelo. I know it's Michelangelo. Whatever it is, it's Michelangelo. Yeah, it's, Le- okay, it's Leonardo sure. as well. Leon- Leonardo. Yeah. Right, please sit silently for one, one minute and twenty seven seconds while I listen to the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles theme. Um, Heroes in I'm a not going to do that. Turtle power. Not, so there's, there's a, Leonardo, the Michelangelo, Donatello, Ninja and Raphael. Um, so let me see. Leonardo is the tactical, level-headed, courageous leader. That sounds like me. Uh, Michelangelo, party on, dude, free spirit, song, relaxed, dude. goofy jokester. Donatello, teenage the scientist, invention engineer. Turtles, and Raph is the team's bad boy. They're tough and... I don't know, a, Dennis. I'll let, you know what? Rat. Which one yep. Which one do you think? Oh, hang on. What was it? Was it hang on. Oh, he's, he's, he's just he's completely gone. Which one do you think I am? I would say, I'd say I'm probably the tactical, level-headed, uh, courageous leader. Yeah, Leonardo leads Donatello does machines. Yeah. What's Raphael's? He's the bad boy. Aggressive nature, seldom hesitates to throw the <laughs> Yeah, Raphael punch. is cool but rude. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> Michelangelo is a party dude. All right. So you're definitely Raphael. Cool but rude. <laughs> yeah. Or just rude, really. The cool part, not even. Just rude. Raphael is rude and rude. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, you're Raphael, and you I'd think say you're I a fearless would. leader. I definitely level-headed, tactical, level-headed, courageous, devoted. You're not. You're definitely uh, not a party dude. Conscientious. Uh, bear the burden of responsibility for others. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I would I say. think you might be like crying or something, dude. I thought you were gonna call me Donatello, the nerd. No, no, I think I think you're the the body that Krang walks around in. That's my. That's am I am I Bebop and Rocksteady? Oh, Bebop and Rocksteady. There's some silly. Yeah. Am I April O'Neil? I'm just reading through main characters now. Well, April O'Neil is the reporter. I never. I don't know. I don't never watch the bloody teenage. Mutant, Explain the plot of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles to me. Okay. I mean, the All plot right. is mostly in the name of the damn show. But. So there are. T- here is everything I know about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, having never watched the show. Here is a half shell turtle power. They live in a sewer, uh-huh. and they eat pizza. Yeah, and they have a mentor, uh-huh. who is a rat. Yeah, okay, and a the the bad guy is a crocodile. That's just Rocksteady. Okay, the bad guy right. is Shredder. Isn't Shredder a crocodile? No, Shredder what looks is like Cobra Commander. So he's a, just a human. Yeah, with like okay, human. All right, bracers and um, spikes on him. They them. use they use like. Japanese weapons, I think. Yeah, I think they fight the Foot Clan. Is that right? 
I, my, why are you asking me? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, the fo- Foot Clan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that there's been a lot of cultural osmosis for me with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You take up a lot of this stuff, dude. You do. You pick up a lot of it. I, yeah. I know they like pizza. They say cowabunga, dude. Uh, yeah. I mean, he says it in the song. Michelangelo is a... Oh, no, sorry. He just says party. They say Michelangelo's a party, dude. And he just says, party. All right. Okay. Yeah, no, I... um. Were they... They're, I they're, they're, they're turtles. They're originally turtles that get nuclear waste dumped on them and become uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja I'm going to guess, without knowing... Without knowing, I'm going to guess that this TV show started in the mid-80s. I mean, that's not... I mean, I assume that's correct. <laughs> Let me see. Original work, 1984. Yes! Bang on, yeah. I mean, of course. Yeah, Why exactly. do you think that? Because that, that was when they're dumping nuclear waste was the, <laughs> all the rage. Because nu- nuclear... The, the Like nuclear... Yeah, nuclear waste, nuclear radiation, all that sort of stuff was very high in the public sphere... A uh, public... Uh, mm. um, uh, during the... Uh, during the... Uh, obviously, the 40s and the... In, uh, like, late mid mid to late 40s then again during the 60s late 50s early 60s right Cuban Missile Crisis then again in the 80s under Reagan right so it wouldn't have been and, and I, know, I know it wouldn't have been in the 60s they're not that old right and I, I just it wouldn't have happened in the in the 70s because that's when because nuclear nuclear nonsense wasn't, wasn't in the zeitgeist um, yeah wasn't in the zeitgeist exactly yeah. yeah I love cultural osmosis stuff like when someone hasn't seen Star Wars and you ask, and you ask them to tell you the plot of Star Wars yeah I love that stuff What's something you've never seen? I don't know. I, could, I, don't know. I, 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 was, I was trying to think of that. What's something I've never seen that I should have, like, I would not. Like, I've never seen Jaws, but I know that, I mean, Jaws. Yeah, is Jaws is simple. There's a shark. They don't close the yeah. beach in time. They need a bigger boat. I got it. Yeah. Yeah. I got yep. it. What's like something? Uh, this is why I wanted to start a movie podcast with you. Yeah, because you I haven't, haven't, you seen, haven't seen a lot of, like, the top 100 movies. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't, seen, I haven't seen, I'd say I haven't seen most movies, but I think that's probably true of everyone. Have you seen The Godfather? Uh, Yes. Yes. Have you seen, but, like,. In, in in what will make me sound absolutely insufferable, I have also read the books. <laughs> yeah, of the course. Mario Puzo yeah. ones are yeah. yeah, they're very good. They're very good. They're much lengthier, I believe. Uh, they are, but they're, they're, it's it's very very it's very very good fiction. What's you your favorite movie? What's your favorite movie, Riley? Favorite movie is I really like uh, Interstellar. I like all of Christopher Nolan. I've never films, seen basically. I've never seen Interstellar. You've never seen Interstellar. Explain the plot of Interstellar, Dennis. Mm, I know there's a maneuver that costs them fifty one years. <laughs> <laughs> um yep i know the the plants are poisonous at one planet they go to and they're like why would you touch the plant and then i know he goes through time at the end and he like sees his whole life and he's an old man or and or a baby i don't know i mean you're no this is <laughs> your this is like i i've said you've said explain the plot of teenage mutant ninja turtles and i said explain the plot of shark squad or something what was the shark one? Oh, street sharks street sharks street sharks yeah yeah yeah. i remember that yeah was i explaining anyway, what, wow, was, was what is... i saying mostly from 2001 <laughs> like uh, I, I i there you go i haven't seen that oh it's in the part 2001 do you know i watched the first 20 minutes of it there's no dialogue in the first 20 and just nothing happened yeah i got to the point where they throw the bone up and that's where like, it turns, man. It's like that bone turns into a satellite. Oh, so, so yeah, well, that's it. And I got to that part, and I was just like, "Well, this if this is what the rest of the film is going to be like, I'm just it's not really it. not hilariously." But that's by the by. Maybe I should continue. But yeah, um, so there's a an unhelpful computer. Uh, <laughs> sure. There's well, is that not true? No, he's actually Hal's very helpful for the most part, but he proves to be fatally unhelpful. Yeah. Well, it depends. It depends. Up to interpretation. Okay, all right. And I know that it's all made of stars. Or it's full of stars. What is? 
I don't know, something is full of stars. That- One of the quotes from the film is, oh, it's full of stars. Is it? I think so. I don't know. I don't this know. is, I don't know. Anyway. My, favorite, my favorite quotes are from the first 20 minutes of the movie, personally. I don't know about you. <laughs> Which <are> just- where, <laughs> where <there's- laughs> All right, Dennis, we've got to stop this podcast. We are so far in the weeds here. This is ridiculous. This is- I mean, we can just count this as bonus content here. That's, that's how we're going to excuse yeah. this absolute, absolute, this, this absolute is the Patreon exclusive fiesta. episode for our non-Patreon podcast. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It, this is for the exclusive content for the people who don't know when to stop listening to a podcast. Anyway. You know what we should do, dude? You know what we should do? Go on. We should do the thing that they used to do on old CDs, where you leave ten minutes of silence, and then something oh, comes at the end. Yeah, yeah. Except that doesn't work because, like on, on like Spotify and stuff, you can see how long it is to yeah, go. People, people, but that people, is people a, just an editing error. Because oh, the increased and editing burden I've put on you asking yeah, to make a new theme right, song for oh, I, I can't wait. I can't wait. Anyway, we're done. Um, thanks for listening to this dumb podcast. It's been great to have your company. We're back next week, of course. Uh, but do keen, continue to send in your uh, your questions, your queries, your quandaries. The best way to do this is uh, on the Discord, bit.ly slash It's Riley's Discord. There is a smart submissions channel. Mm-hmm. And so you can go in and, uh, and get... And that really is... It's better than Twitter, DMs, or anything else, emails, whatever, because we'll, we're guaranteed to see it there. Yeah. Um, thank you to Channel Fireball for sponsoring the stupid show. And thank you to Joachim Karad for providing the uh, theme music for it as well, Dennis. Uh, but that's it. Anything else? No. Did the viewers, the listeners at home want to hear me crush a Diet Coke can in an ASMR kind of way? Oh yeah, let's do that, and then you've got to do your famous sign-off as well. Stay fresh, cheese bags. <laughs> 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 <laughs>